We're holding in the middle of the park. We just spoke, we're, ta- we're continuing the discussion about Kedas Yitzchok. So we just mentioned last week that what happened was that Yitzchok at the Mizbeach, whatever happened, either because he was very scared, so his Neshama left him and he died, or he saw something that he wasn't supposed to see, his Neshama left him and he died, and then he came back to life, and we saw that Yitzchok is saw that there's going to be the idea of Tchiyas HaMesim and Yitzhak said the bracha of Baruch HaToshem HaChayi HaMesim the second bracha of Shemana Esrei which as we're saying is Mestom is Keneged Yitzhak if the first bracha is Keneged Avram the second bracha is Keneged Yitzhak it makes a lot of sense okay so up to the words of Zechariah Oimer Rabbi Zechariah says Oisoy Ha'ayel Shinivra Beinu Shemoshes that ram which was created Beinu Shemoshes Meaning, it's alluding to the Mishnah that we've had multiple times. The Mishnah in the fifth paragraph of Elvis that says that there were ten things that were created Arab Shabbos, Venish Moshes. So we're saying that ram, the ram we're going to see that our Ramah brings by Kedis Tizlach, that ram was the ram that was created Arab Shabbos, Venish Moshes. It was running to go to our Ramah because it wanted to be brought instead of Yitzchok. And the Satan was standing and Mashtai say, there's nothing against a Mastin, Mashtai say means like it's confusing it, not getting it to where it wants to go, or Mastin is like it's, it's, it's um, accusing against it, I guess like in Shemayim or something to make, to try to stop it from doing what it wants to do. In order to nullify or neutralize the carbon of Ramavinu, the Satan didn't want that this, the Ramavinu should bring, should make this ram instead of Yisrael. What did it, what did the Satan do? The Satan caused that this idol will be Nehaz, it will be captured or trapped in its two horns between the trees. Trapped between the trees on its two horns. So now to the puzzle, this of Raham is a no vayar. Avram lifted his eyes and he saw the Nehaz. It says, Achar Nehaz basach bekarnov. It was trapped in the shrubbery from its horns. You see, this, the Mejah is saying that the Satan caused that to happen because it didn't want, the Satan didn't want Avram Avinu to be Makavit. What did this ram do? That's interesting. Like, like from this story, it sounds like the ayel has some sort of like bechira, and the ayel decided it wants to be bad as a carpenter, so it's going to fight the sultan and do whatever it can. That's an interesting idea. The, the ram stretched out its hands towards the tower of Ramavinu, and as the Radal says, as if to say to Ramavinu, please take me, save me. Hibit of Raham Ramavinu saw, looked, and he saw this ram. And he took the ram, and he disentangled it, and he brought it as a carbon instead of Yitzchak. As it says in the Pesach, he took the ram, and he brought it up as an oil instead of his son. Instead of Yitzchak. It's an interesting point over here. The word tachas in Lashon HaKadosh has multiple meanings. One meaning of the word tachas is uh, because. For example, tachas means because you didn't listen, you didn't work for Hashem. Tachas means because in some contexts. In other contexts, the word tachas means underneath. And you put something tachas, uh, means you put it under the table. right? Then, or yeah, you could say like that. Or tachas can mean instead of, right? So the the vulgar meaning of the word tachas 
in modern Hebrew, my understanding of it is that it comes it comes from Yiddish, but it, but which and, and that comes from the 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 word tahas meaning underneath, meaning the part of your body that you're sitting on when you're sitting, right? So it's underneath you. So in Yiddish it became a word tuchis, and then from that came the word came the word in in Ivrit. That's my understanding of the etymology, but I don't think it, it has that meaning in Lashon Hakodesh. Could be mistaken, but Akaponim. So over here it says Tachas Benai that Avram Avinu was makriv the ram Tachas Benai. We, we I translated it as instead of Yitzchak Tachas Benai. But the Malbim, the Malbim in Parshas Vayera says a huge Chiddush. He wants to translate it differently. He wants to say Tachas Benai means underneath Yitzchak. How so? So he says like this. As we mentioned before, that Yitzchak, when he was on the Mizbech, he died, and his Neshama went up to Shemayim. So the, the, the Sifra Kabbalah speak about how when Yitzchak's Neshama went up to Shemayim, so the Malach Michal, was like the guardian angel of Kal Yisrael, which is a whole sugi on its own, but the Malach Michal took the Neshama of Yitzchak and was makrevit on the Mizbech in the Shemayim. Whatever exactly these ideas mean. But that's what the, the Sifrei Kabbalah say. So the Malbim says that so Yitzchak was brought up on the Mizbech up in Shemayim and underneath him on the Mizbech down here on the earth so there Avraham Avinu was makri of the, the ram. So the ram was brought underneath Yitzchak meaning Yitzchak was brought and in, the, in the Mizbech in the Shemayim and the ram was brought underneath him in the Mizbech down here in the Eretz. Now it's also mashed from the Malbim that because he, the way he starts off is very, he says that and Yitzhak, Yitzhak's body remained on the Mizbeach. Right? So I wasn't sure if the Malbim means to say that, that Avram Avinu was makriv the ram on top of Yitzhak. Like when we talk about the physical body of Yitzhak and the physical ram that's being brought on the Mizbeach. Does it mean that Avram Avinu took the ram and put it on top of Yitzhak who was still on the Mizbeach? In which case, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. in which case, it would mean that Yitzhak was underneath the ram in the physical aspect, but in the spiritual aspect, the ram was underneath Yitzchak. No physical aspect, but also would be what? No, if if ram uh, and then Yitzchak's below always Yitzchak's on top. No, that's I'm saying. No, that, that's that's what I'm asking. Because either would, it would if because who said what? we don't find anywhere. It, it just sounds funny that the Mabim would be saying that. What did Avraham Avinu do? He picked up Yitzchak, put the ram on the Mizbeach, and then took Yitzchak and, 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 and put him back on top. On the ram. Right. And, and that way the ram is underneath Yitzchak. Is that what the Mabba means to say? Or he means well, to say... it's also kind of strange to think that he would dump a ram on top of his son. Right. And, and, and the other way of saying it would be that, no, the ram was on top of Yitzchak, so really Yitzchak physically was underneath the ram, but the ram was underneath Yitzchak because Yitzchak's neshama was brought in the Mizbech and the Shemayim, and, and the ram was brought in the Mizbech over here. there room for them to be side by side? Could be there's room for them to be side by side. You're right. I, I, I didn't think of that option. Maybe we're side by side. Right. So, just like Amisro, when Rashi brings the chat of Hachas Ahar, Sinai, Rashi says Kipshuto, that means next to the mountain. And Chazal say, literally, Tachas. Right, Chazal uh, say it means... Uh, tachas in the right. middle of the mountain, so... Kofalei Harkigis. 
So Tachas could also be next to it. Oh, Tachas could also be next to it. Ah, yeah. Because of that, because then they're, they're the passion. So you're, support, yeah. you're supporting Mr. Dove's theory that they're both next to each other on the Mizveh. It's an interesting idea. But let's go back. Rabbi Berachia Oimer. Rabbi Berachia says, Allah reich nichayach shal ayil. The pleasant smell of the, of the korban of the ram went up in front of the chair of glory of, in front of Hashem and it was as sweet to him as as the pleasant smell of Yitzhak so Hashem enjoyed the smell of, of Avram Avin being makriv the ram as if Avram Avin was makriv Yitzhak himself the Radal adds Few three words over here, pa, uh, 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 a few words over here. Pasha Kadish Baruchu Yad Yaminai, Kadish Baruchu stretched out his right hand, which is an expression we've had multiple times over here in Pekut de Beleza, which means that Hashem swore. Vinishva and he swore. Levarchei b'seho elam u'leilam abba. Hashem swore to bless, uh, I guess, to bless Yitzchok in this world and in the world to come. As it says in the Pasuk, because I shall surely bless you. And I shall surely multiply your seed or your descendants like the stars of the heavens. So the Medrash Tarshans, one second. I shall surely bless you in this world. And I'm going to multiply your descendants in Olam one second. The Radal has a problem with this Gersa. The Radal's problem is that it says, The Brocha is Bailam Azet. But Harba Arbe is talking about Olam Abba. That sounds like the Harba Arbe didn't happen in Olam Azet. The, 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 the Jews didn't have this Brocha of multitudes in Olam Azet, which he says, the Khara is not true. So, uh, how, how does that work? So, he changes the Gersa, the Radal. Um, according to the, in, to be in consonance with the girsa of the Yaakov Shemaini, which he says the Gra also has this girsa that is supposed to read it like this: Kivoreich ba'elam azet, avorachacha ba'elam abba, harba ba'elam azet, arba ezarachah ba'elam abba. So that there's a bracha in elam azet elam abba, and then there's a harba a ribui. Uh, what's it called? The multiplication of descendants, both in Olam Hazet and in Olam Abba. And the, you know, it makes sense because the, in both of them there's a double Lashen. And there's a whole Shnikl Torah, I don't remember it by heart, Chaval, I should have looked it up, from a Yehuda Fateya, the you know, Talmud of the Ben Yishchai, Big Mokubal. He has a sefer called Minchat Yehuda on Chumash, where he explains, uh, it, it, was a very, it was a very simple vort, like a, it was like a logical vort, why? How it? How it is that? No, it's for sure true that the bracha of the multiple, the multiplication of Ramavinu's descendants actually did happen. It was a very a simple chesed. I don't remember exactly how it worked. Um, At a certain period in time, it happened. The, or the, the, no, even that, even you can see it nowadays. Or see it, nowadays. It, it was something like but nowadays. The Jews are tiny, tiny, tiny. No, but, but he, no, that, 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 that's, the, that, that's his question. And his answer is... What's his question? I, that I, nowadays, the Jews are tiny. So how could it be that, that there's a bracha that they're going to be the multitudes? So his answer was... Uh, it, it was some, it was some Pashat Cheshbin that, that 
relative to everyone else who lived at the same time as Avram Avinu, there's way more Jews than, than our descendants of everyone else. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. How, I, I, I should have looked it up. But yeah, well, what were you going to ask? You said this, this brother is probably going on Yitzhak. Why? And not Abraham? I, I was at the Pashtun was on Abraham. And, and, I, and I, I don't know if I have a Raya, but I remember reading that Kekhochre HaShamayim it's the broth given to Abraham. You're right. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I misread it. Pashas is going on Avram. Because the Pasuk, it's really the Pasuk says, Yan Asher, uh, 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 the Pasuk. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't exactly understand why, but it's his test, not Yitzhak's test. Right. Even though we talk about it being also Yitzhak being the one. Yan Asher, Asisa, Sadovar, Asibar, 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 I don't know why I said the Pashtas is that it's talking about Yitzchak. So you're completely right. Um, well, okay, yeah. I mean, whatever. We know that the, the bracha, anyways, ends up going from Avram to Yitzchak, but that's yeah. a separate issue. Fine. Right there. Rabbi Chanina ben Doisa Oimer. Rabbi Chanina ben Doisa says, Eisei ha'ayel lo yatsam imenu dover lovatola. That ram that was created ben Ishmash, Erev Shavuz ben Ishmashas, that Avram Avinu was makriv as a kurban, Nothing was created upon, uh, from that ram that went to waste. Meaning everything from that ram was used for something else or became an important thing on its own right. For example, says the Medrash, Ephraim shall isle, the uh, ashes of that ram, who you soid shall gabe hapnimi. The, the ashes of the ram that Avraham Avinu was makriv instead of Yitzchok, that is the foundation of upon which the mezbeach hapnimi, the inner mezbeach, meaning the golden one that's that's in the not the whatever that's in the in, in the holier part of the Beis Hamikdash, upon which they bring the the k'tores, the mezbeach hapnimi, the golden mezbeach. That this the, the the foundation of that is the ashes of this ayol. Shneimer. As it says in the Pasuk, Bikhiper Aharoin al Karnaisov Achas Bashanah. That Pasuk is talking about Yom Kippur. And it says, Bikhiper Aaron al Karnaisov Achas Bashanah. Aaron is going to be Machaper, he's going to get an atonement on the Karnaisov, which Pasha on the Pasuk is, it's talking about the horns of the Mizbeach, which are like these like things that stick out on the, on the corners of the Mizbeach. That's Pashapshat, but we're darshaning it to mean the horns as an allusion to the horns of this ram, which Avram Avinu was makriv instead of Yitzchak. So Aaron is, is machaper on these rams, Achas Bashona, one time in the year. The Radal says that this is also an allusion to the fact that, Yom Kippur, that, that the day of Akedah Sitzchak was Yom Kippur. So that's why we're bringing a puzzle that has to do with Yom Kippur. So, so, so the ashes of the ram became the Yisoyed Shalgabe Mizbeach HaPnimi. We're going to see that all the different other parts of the ram were, were used for other things. But the Red Dalmik points out another interesting idea. That the Gemara Zvachim, the Gemara says that the ashes of Yitzchak, which we said last week, when whenever the Gemara or Chazal refer to the ashes of Yitzchak, it's really referring to the ashes of the isle, not the ashes literally of Yitzchak, but the ashes of the isle, which, which represent as if it was Yitzchak. Right? So the Gemara in Zvachim says that the ashes of Yitzchak, that is the place of the Mizbeach. The, and the Gemara is talking about over there, not the Mizbeach Hapnimi, but the Mizbeach Hachitzin, the outer Mizbeach, the copper Mizbeach, the big one with all the animals of slaughter, not the Ketayas. 
So that seems to be arguing with what Medrash over here is saying, that the ashes of Yitzchak is the Yusayid of the Mitzbech Pnimi. Over there it says it's the Mitzbech HaChisayim. So the Radal points out that it seems to be there's a Shtikom Achleikis over here. And he notes that late, earlier we said in Perk Haftes that what is the, the Perk of the Belezer itself said a different shine what the Yusayid of the Mitzbech HaChisayim is. Perk of the Belezer said that the place where Ramavinu's blood dripped when he had his bris milah, so upon that is where the base of English was, where, where the mizbech of the base of English was built. So Pirkei the Belezer Lishitosay didn't want to say that the ashes of Yitzchak is the yusayid of the mizbech achitzayin, because it already said that the place that Avraham Avinu's blood dripped is the yusayid of the mizbech achitzayin. That's the word that the Radam says over here. Right, Gidov Shel Ayil, the sinews of the ram. Hem Asara, which happened to be ten. For some reason, we know that there's ten sinews. Kineged Asara Nevalim Elkinar Shayotavid Menagimem. It corresponds to the ten Nevalim, which Radal changes the gears to Nimin, ten hairs or ten strings of the Kinar, of the harp that David Amelech used to play. So the sinews of the Ayel became the strings of the harp. We spoke about the harp of Dovin and Malach that had ten strings earlier in Perakutas. Oyreshal Ayil, the skin of the ram, who Ezer Moslem shall Eliyahu. That was the belt of Eliyahu and Novi's pants. Shinamar, it says in the Pasuk, Ish Baal, when they were trying to describe how Eliyahu and Novi looks. So Vayemru Elov, who they said, Ish Bal Seyar, he was a hairy man, Ve'ezer Or, Ozur Bemosnov, and a leather belt is, is, is belted around his thigh, around his, what's it called, his waist. So that's how they described Elio Anavi. So that leather belt, the leather came from this ram. Shtei Karnov Shalayel Shoifovis. The two horns of the ram were shoifores. They were shoifores. They were, you know, ritual bl- uh, horn bl- blowing horns or whatever. They w- that were used in, or used, or going to be used in Jewish history. Bishal Smal, the left horn, Nishma Kale Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu Sinai. With the left horn, I added the word shell. I think it makes sense. But with the left horn, we heard the, vo- the voice of, or it was heard the voice of a Kodesh Baruch Hu on Sinai. Shnemar, it says in the Pasuk, Vahi Kol HaShoifar. Pasuk says that it was the voice of the Shoifar. So it says, the Shoifar tells us it was the, the Shoifar of something that was special or, or mentioned earlier in Tanakh. So we understand that it was the horn from that ram that Avram Avinu was marked instead of Yitzhak. Bikaren Shal Yamin. And the right, so that was the left horn. What about the right horn? The right, the, the right horn, who Godel Minasmal, it was bigger, it's a bigger horn than the left one. And that horn, or maybe Mashiach or Elio Nobi, is destined to blow in that horn in the future to gather up the ingathering of the exiles. Shinamar, it says in the Pasuk, on that day, when the day the Mashiach comes, you talk about Shefer Godel. They will bl- he, will, he will blow with the great Shefer. So that's referring to the idea that when Mashiach comes, they're going to blow a, big, a great Shefer. And that Shefer, we're saying, is the, is, the, is the right horn of the ram that Avraham Avinu was Makiv instead of Yitzchak.
Uh, before we do the last line over here, there's an interesting shayla in the Rishenim that they ask about this. What? What? Yeah. Why what? Why that idol? Why that idol? Yeah. I, we didn't we didn't speak about why. We're just we're bringing psukim that shows us that that. Why oh. so special? It's just supposed to be some some kind of a. It could be the the, the point is like this that the Medrash started off by saying that every piece of that ram that a Kodesh Baruch created every Shabbos Medrashmoshes. That Avraham Avinu was makriv, so every piece of it was used for something. It was loyal So it, it could be that, that that's the reason that the significance of it. I'm not sure beyond that exactly. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that it's not a complete barakash. Right. So I'm asking a different question. Why? Why? Well, what's the what's the significance? Why is the so important that they use it for the so each thing we'll probably have to like go through and try to figure out like, what's the special connection between you know Elio and Novi and and uh, you know the Isle of Yitzchak. Like what did what you know you can draw parallels let's say between Elio and Novi bringing Makriv the Karbanas that we had in this this week's Haftarah and the Avramavina being Makriv Yitzchak on the Mizbeh. I, I don't know. I'm sure they they discuss it. I just I didn't I didn't see any sources. But the Ramban has a very technical question. This is in Parshas Yisrael. It says in the pasuk by Har Sinai. It says B'mshech Hayoyvel Hema Yalavahar. There's a pasuk pasuk Perak Yates pasuk Yigimon Parshas Yisrael. Right, the pasuk says that no one's allowed to go up to the mountain to Har Sinai. But when B'mshech Hayoyvel Hema Yalavahar, when the Yoyvel is drawn, so then you can go up on the mountain. What does it mean when the Yoyvel is drawn? So Rashi says, what's the Yoyvel? Yoyvel who Shefer Shel Ayol. A Yoyvel is the sounding of a shofar of an aisle of a of a of a ram, right? And then Rashi says, "V'shofar shel Eli shel Yitzchakah." This shofar that was blown at Har Sinai is the shofar of the ram of Yitzchak that we're talking about over here, similar to what we're talking about over here. Our Medrash dashing it from the pasuk of Vayi Kol Hashofar. Rashi is dashing it from the pasuk of of Bimshir Hayoyvel. Rashi says Hayoyvel means Da Yoyvel Da Shofar, which is Da Shofar from from uh, from the ale of Yitzchak. I love you. The man asks the kasha like this. The man says, "This right." The man says, "Wait a second. What are we talking about over here? We're talking about the ram that Avram Avinu brought as an oila instead of Yitzchak. Yeah. What's the halacha of a carbon oila? What do you do with an oila? Completely burn it. You completely burn it. Yeah. Gidim and all. Gidim and all. So how could there be anything left? It was completely burnt. So this is the Ramban's kasha. This is the Ramban's kasha in the Kolish. And there was another I was using the parts again. Well, it was supposed to be another. Yeah. So, so this is Ramban's kasha. So Ramban says like this. Ramban says, maybe you'll tell me that Hakadosh Baruch Hu took the ashes. Of, of of whatever happened with the with the ram, and then recreated all the things that, that used to exist from those ashes, and then everything was back to normal after they were after Avraham Avinu was Makhbed. The man says maybe you could say such a part. 
And then I found the Rabbeinu Bechaye in Parshish Yisroi, as well as Rabbeinu Bechaye in his Pirsh on Mishnah in Mesechus Ovis. He also says this, this, he brings Rabban's question and he says this answer. And the Taz... Well, what was the place for the question, for the answer? No, but I guess the Rabban thought that this was such a strong question that it deserves that we can say such a big Kiddush that there was an extra nace that Hashem took the ashes and recreated all the things. I guess that's that, that's the Ramban's rationale. I was actually thinking of something you know similar to that because think of, of an isle that killed like it it wouldn't be there for two thousand, four thousand years. The what? The same isle couldn't be yeah. years, you know, you know, until the, the Okay, but that doesn't day. that's not Machayev that this the same answer. You can yeah. say another an, uh, other answers yeah, that'll answer what you're saying. You know, you know, you gotta you know, kill the animal and then machai again. Right. So that, this is what the Ramban says, and it seems like the Ramban says it like Ulai. Rabbi Bachaye brings down this same answer and question, question and answer. He goes like with this answer. The Taz, his, he has a sefer on Chumash called Divrei Dovid. So the Taz brings down the Ramban's kasha, and he brings down the Ramban's answer. He says, even though the Ramban writes Ulai, maybe, but the Taz says, it's for sure, this is for sure the answer. This is the MS, and there's no question about it. That's what the Taz says. The Taz. Now, the Mizrahi. Uh, say from Mizrahi al Chumash, so he brings down the Ramban's kasha, and he has like a whole shot, terrence that he wants to say. Mizrahi wants to say that there's a halacha that certain parts of the animal are your your the the, the main the, let's say the main meat and flesh of the of an animal when you bring it as an oila. So that's like the ikr carbon, and then you put it on the mizbeach, and like that gets burnt and everything. Right? Now there's certain parts of the animal. That the Mishnah Mesach Zvach in Parak Tess Mishnah Hay says that that you're supposed to burn those things with the animal, but there's a difference between these parts of the body and other parts of the body it, that the, the the meat and the flesh if it for somehow falls off the mizbeach before it's fully burnt, so the halacha is you're supposed to go and put it back on the mizbeach. But these parts of the body, if it falls off the mizbeach, since it's not really the ikar korban, it's only like dragged in, uh, uh, secondary to the to the meat and the flesh. So then you don't have to put it back on the mizbeach, right? Pirshu loyalu. If it fell off of the mizbeach, you don't have to put it back. What are those? Tzemer shibreishik vosim. The the what's it called? Tzemer the wool of the uh, at the heads of of a keves of a lamb. Bahatzamais bones vegidim. And the sinews like karnaim and the horns. So the, the Mizrahi wants to answer that what happened was Abraham Avinu was marked over the aisle, and let's say the horn fell off of the Mizbeach, for whatever, some, something happened, the, the horn fell off the Mizbeach, and not Bukhiv to put the horn back on the Mizbeach, because that's not the Iker carbon, it's not the meat in the flesh. So he left it there, and the horn was able to last forever. Right? And, the, and the, the same thing with the Gideon and whatever. That's the Mizrahi style. That's what the Mizrahi says. What about the, the simple question, the simple answer that we used last, last, last week? That what? It's like a before nothing for it. I don't know, like the locks of the oil and everything. It has a carbon. You want to say that? You want to say, yeah, we don't know exactly what he was, Macri, but when he wasn't Macri, a similar idea. So he only put up the meat, he never even bothered to. I always said that based on the lock. Yeah, I hear. You want to say it was a different type of carbon oil. And this type of carbon oil that he did didn't require you to burn all these parts of the animal. It could be. No, the Pasuk says. Well, the, the, the pierce you have on the bottom, the Baisa Godel, uh, 
He says, I don't understand why all these great rabbis, all these Go'ainim, are discussing this question of the Ramban. He says, to me, the answer is very Pashat. This Medrash doesn't literally mean that, let's say, the horn of the Isle of Yitzchak was blown at Har Sinai. It doesn't literally mean that. No, he says that the skin of the Isle was the belt of Elionov. It doesn't, can't, he says, can't literally mean that. So like, who gave it to Elio and Novi that he should use it as a belt? Who gave the, the, the sinews to Dovin that he should use it to turn it into a harp? Where did he get it from? He lasted for 2,000 years, whatever, and then he had, somehow he got it. It's mechtesi. So he says that, of course, it's talking about some inyonim api kabbalah or whatever that we don't exactly understand, but, but it, doesn't, it doesn't literally mean it. Unless the morale. The Maral and Gurariye also, he brings them Ban's Kasha, and he says the same thing that, you know, Kipshute, we can't understand it, Kipshute, but you know, this is what, it, this is what, it, what it's saying, and there's some sort of Kabbalistic Inyanim that it's alluding to over here, that we're just going to have to accept that there's something more to the text than we have. What are you saying? It would be the same question, how could this Ayol be alive at the time of Abraham? What if it was created well, from the time of... Yeah, created 1,948 years before Abraham checked it. But... That's all. Meaning, uh, the answer is a very good answer. Literally... Doesn't mean, literally mean... Okay. These are... Uh, well, the Yotzim is the same kind of idea. And then you have that. We spoke about the Yotzim Parichos last year. This is... Uh, I think it's still... There are people. I think it was Rashba. We said that the the, the Rashba says that Lav is, is is not literal. It refers to like some sort of seichel the klaisol that the Mashiach we can have certain hasaga of understanding of the bria that we don't have nowadays. But I, I think it was the Rashba. I don't even remember. I would have to look back at our notes when we talked about bria seilum. But I don't know. Now let's do the last the last line over here. We'll start in the next paragraph also afterwards. Rabbi Yitzchak says, "Hakol loy neitzar ela beskus hishtachavoya." Everything in the world was created in the merit of hishtachavoya, bowing down. Shnei Mar says in the pasuk, "Remu mu Hashem alikeno." Hashem is you know very great. Hishtachavol hadayim ravla. We're going to bow down to his footstool. So Hashem is very great, and we're bowing down to his footstool because everything comes from the fact that we're going to bow down to Hashem. That the whole world was created from that. Mother Adal says that this line in the Medrash, he, said, he wants to say that it's not from Pirkei de Beliezer, it's added on li- later on because it's like, no shaykhahs, it's like, where's it coming from? What? <laughs> I don't know. But the Bayez Agodol says that, the, you know, the, could be someone added it in to allude to a certain Medrash in Beratius Rabbah, which we're going to read to you in a, in a, in a second. And if you, if you look at the whole Medrash, you'll see that it actually does have shaykhahs to what we were talking about. The Medrash is in Bereshis Rabbah Parshan Nunvav. It sounds like it's Omer of Yitzchak. Yitzchak said, Hakrab is Everything was created in the schus of bearing down. Avrov, where do we see that? So historically, we're going to see different parts where things would happen because of the schus of bearing down. Avroham lechazer maher Maria el b'schus ishtachavaya. Avroham Avinu was not zeichet to turn from a kedus Yitzchak from offering Yitzchak, I guess, with Yitzchak intact. Rather, he only was able to do it with the schus of bowing down. Because it says in the Pasuk, When Avram and Yitzhak left Yishmael and Eliezer behind, and they were going to go up the mountain themselves, so they said, we're going to go up the mountain, we're going to bow, and we're going to come back. 
So since they went to bow, so then they had a special schus so that Yitzchak was safe. Yisrael and Yigalu el Yisrael, when they were exiled to Egypt, they were only redeemed because of the schus of bowing down. Shneimer says the pasuk vayamein ha'am. The, the nations believed them. The pasuk in Parshas Shmois, right when they first heard that Moshe Rabbeinu said that he's going to redeem them, vayiktu vayishachavu, and they they prostrated themselves and they bowed down. The Torah itself was only given in the honor, in the, in the merit of bowing down. By, 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 by her sin, it says they're going to bow down from afar. Chana, right in the beginning of the Sefer Shmuel, she only merited to have children in the schus that she bowed down to Hashem. Because they were oil regal, and then she bowed down over there, and they went to the Mishkan. The exiles are going to be are only going to come for the ingathering in the merit of bowing down. On that day, they're going to blow the great shofar. The people who are lost are going to, are going to come from Eretz Ashur. And the people who are pushed away from Eretz Ashur. And they're going to come and they're going to bow down to Hashem in the holy mountain. So you see that the, the whole zechus, the people are going, to be, are going to merit to come when by the geula is going to be in the zechus of bowing down. And the last line, the Medrash says, "Beis Hamidrash Leidivra Ela Beschus Yishtachavoya." Beis Hamidrash was only built in the zechus of bowing down. Hashem says, "Pazur Remu Hashem Lekenu Bishachavla Har Kodesh." We're going to we're going to make Hashem exalted, and we're going to bow to Him in Har Kodesh, in the mountain of His in His in His, in his, in his holy mountain. Right? So you see that all these things happen only in the schus of Mishtachavaya. So what does this have to do with our parak, or, or, or our Madrash? Because it brought down the same pasuk of who you talk about for Godel. So then here it makes sense that the Madrash should bring another Jewish that brings down the same pasuk. That is not talking necessarily about a case, it's like it's talking about something else. Okay.